Well, uh, Stephen Love, Make Love Not War, you got anything to compare to that? I don't know, man. I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I, just I try, joking. You know, the things you see, is, is, it's crazy out here, man. Welcome to Six Figure Trucker, the podcast where we share advice on how to be successful in trucking and have fun while doing so. We'll share stories, news, and advice on how to earn six figures in trucking, and we'll speak to guys and gals that are already doing so. Let's get to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. This is a format where we elevate and celebrate the drivers who make this world go round and round, the men and women of the industry who bring the trucks that bring the products to you, and we're very glad to have a special event for you tonight. We have Stephen Love, who's out on the road, and here in the office, we have Jose Palma. And we're going to let these guys share their knowledge, and uh, Stephen, we want to welcome you first. Where are you? Uh, Right now, I'm in, uh, I think, Bloom, Kansas. I'm headed from Kansas City to San Diego. Okay, so you're in Kansas City, headed to San Diego. You're in Bloom, Kansas now. Jose Palma, who is a an experienced driver, he's a deck driver, been with us uh, for coming up on, what, six, six years? years? Six years. Six years. I'm sure, Jose, you've been through Kansas and everywhere. What's oh, it like? Kansas uh, got some hills and a lot of space between, man. Cows. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cows. You know? A lot of cows, he says. Now, Stephen, you're you're new to Norton Transport, but not new to trucking, right? Well, I've been trucking for two years, so I'm fairly new to trucking and Norton, so it's pretty new. Gotcha. Now, Jose's been doing it for a long time. That's why we pulled him in. He was Jose was in town because he's in between runs, I believe. Jose, tell us what brings you to the office. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm in between uh, runs. I had a load. Uh, dropping off Madison, uh, Georgia. But I had to make my way to the office to uh, pick up my, my fourth quarter bonus that I earned. And, uh, yeah, I had to pick up that big check. Can I say how much it was? Sure, absolutely. Oh, okay. Steven wants to hear this. Yeah, it was uh, 9500 for driving I did November 15th. No, November 1st to January 15th. So that's deck, deck driving stuff. But you can get there from the singles. Now, Stephen, I got to ask you this question. Jose was talking about the ninety-five hundred dollar bonus he got as a deck driver. You're one of our singles drivers, is that correct? Uh yes, sir. Okay. Now, what would you? What does it mean to you? I mean, just uh, uh, Jose dropping that down ninety-five hundred bucks for what was it? November to January? Yeah, November to January. Which contest was this? The chestnuts. Chestnuts, okay. Now, Stephen, that's something. Uh, tell us a little bit about what your aspirations are as a driver in the driveway world. I guess for me, uh, my big aspiration and my goal is, you know, I, I have three things I follow before I pick a load. Safety, rules and regulations, quality of life, and then money. So under safety is, you know, your, your hours, your inspections. Quality of life is my family time, a home time. And, 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 you know, third is like making money because you're, you're out here to make money. So for me, you know, with, with driveway, I like it because I can control my quality of life and make money at the same time. And, and for me, I love doing singles because I like to be able, if I'm going on a, a, a nice area, I like to be able to like 
venture out and and, and stop. And that's why I like it. I, you know, it's, it's been it's it's been almost like uh, it doesn't feel like work to me because it's it, every day you wake up refreshed. You're not worried about a shipper. You're not worried about you know the day. I mean, you, you want to be on time, but you know you can kind of plan your own destiny as far as your trips, and and that's what I love about it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We got Jose Palma here, one of our veteran drivers here, uh, and we wanted to get Jose to bounce in a little bit here about your three top things there in order: safety, quality of life, and money. Jose, how would you rank those, and why? Uh, well, I rank it the same way he said them. I mean, safety is number one because you can't get anything done because you always need your rest. I mean, doing what I do, I've 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 done plenty of times. I, whenever I've had a claim or anything, it's because I didn't get enough rest. So I was too tired or running too fast or something. So safety to have enough rest, quality of life. Obviously, if you get enough rest, you're gonna have that, and then the money comes. You know, uh, I remember doing singles. I did singles like three years and he got a point that with singles you have more time to to venture out even though it sounds funny doing deck loads you we do travel and we're in the airports and hotels and all that but that's still like a weird schedule i mean i, I the most fun i had in driveway was definitely doing singles but right, i make right. double the money doing decks so it's it, you gotta weigh out the options and the family time is cool because of my location where I lived, so that that part of it is 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 good. But I do miss doing singles strictly alone because you don't, you pack you don't got to carry tools. You just got a backpack and maybe one suitcase, and you can go fit in anywhere. You in rental cars, you go hang out, you chilling. When you got a deck load, there is no oh that's my favorite spot to eat at because you can't park. So, <laughs> yeah, it's running. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Stephen, weigh in on a little bit on that because uh, Jose brought up some good points there, kind of uh, talking about the what you prefer as far as the money versus the, the taking in the scenery, being able to smell the roses, if you wish, on the single side, and you've been doing that on the single side. How has it been? How rewarding is it? I prefer to do it, and I don't think I would ever switch to um – you know, doing triples or whatever, because, you know, I, I retired from the military, so I do have pension from the military. So, you know, I, I weigh, I, I, for me, I weigh like quality of life in the United States. And when I was pulling the trailer, I was never able to like see stuff. It was always like, you know, you're not able to like just pull into your a restaurant. So th- that's why I like singles. And I, uh, I think, um, the money I make, I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I, I'm, I'm making, I'm making almost like two and a half times more than I was in trucking with less time on the road doing singles because it's all about picking the right load and not picking them because the money is high, picking them because of the location and what kind of vehicle it is. That way you can get good fuel. And like this run is a, it's weird. It's a Penske van. It's going to San Diego. I'm probably going to spend $200, uh, $300 in fuel and, and making, you know, $18, dollars This is a weekend's time. So that's why I like it. Would it be fair to say for you, from your perspective behind the wheel, it's like putting pieces of a puzzle together as far as a singles driver? Right. You have to be like, for me, like, uh, if I see a load that I get, the best advice I can give any uh, person that's doing this is you got to have some kind of knowledge. Like, you can't just pick a load because you want to pick a load. 
you have to have like you have to like sit down and say, okay, this load picks up in here, and you can, you got to Google locations and see if you can get a rental car or a flight there. Because why would you go somewhere where uh, you know it's a a seven hundred dollar um, load and you got to spend two hundred dollars on Uber and seventy dollars on a rental car, and then you got a dump truck it's getting five miles a gallon, and you're spending uh, twice your fuel. So when it's all said and done, you're making a hundred bucks. So it's all about like researching, you know, the location of it. Is there is there a rental car place there? Is there a next load I can get out of there? Uh, what kind of vehicle it is? If it's a, if it's a sleeper, it's all about like a like a, a big picture. It's more than like seeing that money and that miles. It's more of like how can I maximize my profit for that one load. It's like a poker game. You got to play your cards and play them at the right time. Right, because sometimes I had loads that I just lost money. I mean, I, I lost money, but like then some of those, it makes up for that load. So you, you know, if you have a bad load, you can't be mad because it's a bad load. Because like this load makes up for the last three loads, and then I probably lost money because either fuel, the rental car, or whatever it is. So um, it, it all bounces out. I want to let Jose speak to that a little bit. You you made a good point there about you don't want to dwell too much on a bad load because a good load's coming. Jose's been on both sides of the fence. He's been mm-hmm. a singles driver and a jack driver. Is that true, Jose? Oh, oh, hell yeah, man. I, I There's so many times, you know, but it's connecting the dots. So there have been loads. Well, forgive my French, but there's a shitty load connecting me to a money load. I'm like, I'm going to take the shitty because I would look at the money – Long run, because you can't maximize, well, the way I see it for me, I'm not maximizing every single load because I'm going to drive myself crazy. I got to pick what I see right, best yep. right now. Because when I was doing the singles, we didn't even have a load board. So I there was times I'm guessing, Mike, are you really telling me what's out there? Are you lying to me? And so, you know, but you connect the dots, they help you a little bit. But he got a point. You always got to, you, you got to see your expenses and then, for me, if, if if I gotta stay in the truck to save some money, I'm gonna stay in the truck. If I gotta sleep in a rental car, I got no problem sleeping in a rental car, parking it in a truck stop, take a shower there, to to maximize that much money. And then I if I get to the right spot where a truck might come with fuel in it, and I'm chilling. Now oh, I get man. to earn more money. Then you start <laughs> learning what loads, what places, how they work, and try to stay yep. away from trucks like dump trucks and. Uh, they used to have these loads called the Jack Duhaney's. Those were three, like three miles per gallon. I, I used to hate that. And, they, and we used to take them coast to coast. That'll oh, kill you, man. Jose's spoken to it. Steven, you did too as well. I mean, it's uh, you got to take the bad with the good. I mean, the good, you hope, yeah. in the end, outweighs the bad. And I, I can tell you, you know, not bragging about Norton. From my experience, I don't think I will ever go back to a tractor trailer ever again because this experience, I, I've seen parts of the country that I have never seen on somebody else's dime, somebody else's tr- uh, vehicle, and it's like and I'm getting paid to do it. I mean, I just love it. And like for me, it's like the biggest thing I've learned is communication. You can never really over communicate with your dispatch because if if you if you keep them up to date in your situation, if something happens. They're already a step ahead of you to fix the problem when there is a problem. Like, you can't hold, like, if something's going wrong, you can't hold it in and, and then get mad at your dispatch because they ain't got a solution at, at, at 4 o'clock on a Friday because you know there's going to be a problem, but you didn't tell them until the last minute. 
Right, right. You're listening to Stephen Love here out on the road and Jose Palma here in the office of Norton Transport. Of course, Six Figure Trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. I wanted to talk a little bit, kind of drill down, Stephen, with what you were talking about, the relationship with your dispatcher. I think I know who your dispatcher here is at Norton, but confirm for us. Carson. Carson, okay. We've had quite a few drivers on who uh, Carson is the dispatcher for. Um Carson, you know, internally we love Carson. She's great she, at what she does. What's it like working with Carson? Be honest, out on the road. I, I'm going to be honest. Carson is like, she is on point. Um, she's there for you. And, you know, there's, there's times that I got frustrated and I was just like, I was like, not really yelling at her, but I was like, this went wrong, that went wrong. And she was like, hey, we're going to fix it. She, she's all about communication and being there for her drivers. And there's been times that um, she's got me alone going past my house in my hometown. I got to spend two days in my hometown because she knew I was from North Carolina, and I spent two days. I mean, I, she, she's good. She's patient. Uh, she's kind. But, yeah, she's firm. Like, she has a job to do, and she's going to do her job. But at the same time, She's going to make you money, and she's going to make the company money. So, overall, everybody is, is making money, and everybody is happy. I, I have not had not one issue with Carson at all. And it's surprising. I, sometimes I'm like, now, what is she doing wrong? But there's nothing. Everything she's doing is really to support me. Okay? Gotcha. It, it, makes it, it makes it easy because nothing worse than being on the road and you're driving, and you got an issue, you're trying to drive the truck, and you don't have you don't have support for your dispatch. Now, talk a little bit about you were talking about. She talked. She brought you right within your hometown. That's something you don't forget. Oh no! I mean, it was like I was picking a bus up. Uh, I was picking a truck up somewhere, and um, actually, I was on another load, and she found two loads that t- that, that took me. To my house, and I got I got to spend two days in my hometown, and you don't forget that because I live in Wisconsin, but my family's in North Carolina, and whatever she did, she watches the board for loads, and she found the lo- the loads that I needed. And I said, "Hey, can you give me uh, two days on that load so I can spend time at home?" And she was like, "No problem." I mean, for me that means a lot because that. For me, that's like my quality of life, you know. And when when you when you give me good quality of life, it makes me want to drive harder and and do better and be safer to make Norton look good and everybody look good. I guess it's uh, fair to say then, you know, with the quality of life putting you right there with your family, that's something you remember. But I guess you're ready um, to return the favor. Right, right. I mean, if she say, hey. Uh, do this load, I'll do it because even though I might not be making money on that load, I know down the road she's going to look after me and give me another good load. It's, it's all about it's all about you do for the person and they do for you, and you work as a team, not separate. Because when you work separate, she ain't happy and I ain't happy and I ain't making money and, and, and everything goes bad. But when you work as a team, which I think we do really good as a team, also, Mark is kind of like, he's not really my dispatch, but I talk to Mark a lot also because she gets real busy. Oh, yeah. But, um, and he's really supportive. I mean, he, they're, they're really, like, sometimes I get, like, last week I was so mad my truck broke down 
it had a coolant leak, and I and I, I refused to drive it because I didn't want to uh, the destroy the engine. Sure. You know, Mark Mark got me. A, he uh, he gave me money for a hotel. I got breakdown pay, and the Lord was still delivered on time. That's fantastic, man. Now we want. I want to turn to Jose for a second here. You're talking about the relationship with the dispatcher. Jose's in a different world now. He's a deck driver, been with us for a long time. Jose Palma, what's it like for you as a deck driver? The difference between your relationship with the dispatcher on the deck side versus the single side. I mean, for me, it's almost it's almost the same. Only in the beginning when I was doing this, I needed. Uh, you know, I mean, I constantly always stay in communication, but I say, like, I do everything myself, you know, like, uh, as far as all the hotel bookings, flight bookings, rental bookings, even towards the end of my thing, I would do all that myself. So, and then now with a load board, you can basically do all the dot connecting. But when you have that relationship with your dis- dispatcher that can connect the dots for you, that's a plus. I like, I miss that. And and decking is hard to connect those kind of dots because there's only a handful of places where you start your run from. Right, right. Where they can't connect the dots, which I've gotten calls from other dispatchers like, yo, there's a single where, where you're dropping off. You want to take that? That comes, you know, randomly, but you never plan it. You know, I, I live in Texas, so there's there's like three different places to pick up loads out of Texas. So I always use that to my advantage to stop by the house and all that good stuff. But as I'm hearing him talk his story, like, you know, she sent him home. And that's the beauty of singles, man. Like, you can go and then you have parking. I mean, unless you have shitty neighbors that that are in the freaking uh, housing committee that are going to complain that there's a truck parked on the block. Other than that, you're good. That or you might have somebody put graffiti on a box truck you're delivering or something. That, that would be the only two <laughs> bad things. But at least you fit in. Like, you will have a good time I've, I've had the best times because randomly and then i have friends spread out through the country but like, yeah i'm coming through and i could just all right there's a box truck fit here it's it's way easier sell than yo i can't go in reverse this load is 85 feet long <laughs> you mean like a truck and a trailer i'm like no, no longer no. <laughs> i don't know what you mean i was like oh don't worry about it <laughs> you know but. longer and more expensive <laughs> yeah yeah definitely oh yeah now, Stephen, weigh in a little bit about that. I mean, what uh, Jose was talking about as far as the ability to be able to, not the ability, but the pleasure, I guess the luxury of being able to uh, make the most of your time on the road and where the road takes you. Right. You know, I, I'll give you a quick story. So one time I, I took a load from an hour from my house to Sweetwater, Florida, and it was a, it was a uh, it was a, a a bus. It was a trolley bus, and actually, when I stopped in the office, and I drove down to Sweetwater, and and the guy was like, "What is your ETA?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm getting there." In my head, I'm getting there. But when I pulled up, you know, the mayor, the police chief, all the government officials was like out there to greet me and accept the bus because they waited the whole year to get this trolley bus. And they were so they were so happy that I was able to deliver it actually two days early and stuff like that. It gives you like it makes you feel good because you know your uh, you know your your job is moving America. Yeah, we're not we're not moving physical products, but we're moving a, a new truck to, for somebody to buy 
for them to move the product. Absolutely. I was at home. Uh, I got home third, uh, uh, late Monday night, and I was going to stay home for two weeks. And I was fiddling through the, the load board, which I should not have done. I was like, whoa. Uh, I got a, Here's the load going from um, Kansas City to, to San Diego. I was like, crap. So I booked it, and I left the next day to head to San Diego because it doesn't feel like work. I mean, it, it does not – it does not feel like work. Like this is the only job I've had that it doesn't feel like work. Nobody's breathing down your bike saying, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Because you already put in the time that you, you're going to be there, you know? So it, it is, it's, it's free. You can venture out. Like I, I'm in a little van, so I can venture out and, and see the countryside and enjoy it. I love it. I mean, I, I, I can't express that enough. Sweet. Tell us a little bit more about delivering that trolley. I've seen the picture. I know they were excited to see you there. Um, did they have a welcoming committee? Uh, tell us about it. And uh, you went to Sweetwater, Florida. I mean, uh, obviously, it, it had to make you feel pretty good. It did because you know when I got there, it was all standing there, and like it was, it was like at least forty people rushing on the bus, and it was, and it, I was kind of showing the stuff of the bus and. Uh, he explained to me, he says, when he became mayor, he uh, decided to give free public transportation. So the trolleys that they got were, like, really old. So the buses, the trolley they got was, it was free public transportation in Sweetwater. And, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, that bus was, like, $250,000 for a trolley. I mean, it was, I mean, it was pretty nice. I mean, it, it's, it's a good feeling, you know, most time we drop a load off, they just say, okay, thank you, see you later. But it's a good feeling when, you know, the, the mayor greets you and say, you know, I really appreciate you getting the bus here safe. Um, because if I were to wreck that bus, that trolley, it's not like you can take it to uh, a collision place and fix it. It's, it's right away. I mean, they waited a whole year for the bus. And to get it there safe and early, it makes Norton look good. And it makes me look good. Fantastic. I want to turn to Jose back again here. We've been on; he's been on the podcast with us before here on the Six Figure Trucker, brought to you by Norton Transport. Jose's got a lot of stories. Uh, I want to ask you back up to the single story. What's the greatest single story you've had? I know you've had some great deck stories, but how about on the single side? I think I know where we're going, but I'm going to let you take it. Uh, best single story. I mean, best single story. I mean, my best single story, like for real, for real, I mean, I, I'm not married, you know, so it's a little explicit, but I don't know if that one's a good one. But uh, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was by surprise. I'd say Fourth of July weekend, St. Louis, there's a pilot truck stop. I was at that year, I was stopping at different baseball stadiums whenever I had a chance because with the singles, you could do that. So I went I went over there. I didn't make it to the game. Uh, they have like a big park, baseball park area, and it's all full of like bars and drinks and all that. In comes walking this girl. She goes, oh, let me order this pizza. So she orders a pizza without sauce or something like that. And I'm like, who the hell orders a pizza with no sauce? She's oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> da, 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 da. Whatever. I started talking to her. And then me joking around, I'm like, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? She says, oh, I don't know. What are you doing? I was like, I got my truck over at the truck stop. 
She was like, all right, I'll go with you. And I'm like, and I'm over here cracking a joke, and then she was serious. Long story short, she met me over, and I was on a run. I forgot where the truck was going, but whatever. And uh, that's the most craziest one. Well, uh, Stephen Love, Make Love, Not War, you got anything to compare to that? I don't know, man. I don't, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just I try, joking. You know, I'm just joking with you, man. I know, I know, I know. It's crazy out here. I mean, it's, the things you see, it's, 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 uh, it's, you see a different side on the on the driveway side. It's definitely different. Mm-hmm. Let's think of it as a, a, a paint-by-number picture set here. Color in the picture for us. What's the craziest thing that you've seen, Stephen, in the last couple of years out on the road? What's the craziest thing you've seen? Uh, well, I've seen everything crazy. I, I'll say... Uh, I never had a trainer when I got my CDL. Like I, 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 gra- I graduated, I took my test at the schoolhouse, and my first load was in a cave. But that's not really, that's not really. It was in Independence, Missouri, that cave, and I, and I thank God I didn't hit nothing. But I haven't really seen anything. I haven't really seen anything crazy. I mean, I, I try to stay away from crazy things because I. Now, Stephen, I got to ask you. Uh, you've been doing the singles thing for a couple of years here. Uh, do you want to stay in singles and enjoy that life of uh, the freedom to be able to see different things, or do you want to move over to the deck side? Uh, no, I would never move to the deck side. I mean, there's there, there's not a amount of. I mean, I, I make pretty good money with my retirement, you know, and uh, doing this, and I would never do the deck. I could. I don't want to back nothing up. I don't want to have to pivot something. Anything articulates. I don't want to do anything like that ever again. After doing the single. Um, I mean, that's not a. I mean, they they couldn't give me a, a check for twenty thousand dollars bonus and me a, and uh, drive triples. I mean, it's just not. There's not. There's not amount of money because for me, when I was in trucking, you know, I I I I, I, I didn't like it. I, I did not like it. I did not like to rush to a truck stop, and when you get there, there's nowhere to park. Um, with, with, with singles, I mean, you always have somewhere to park. And for me, uh, I, w- I would never give that up. I mean, I would never give it up. Well, I, I've got to bounce that off Jose. He's been on both sides of the fence, uh, and he's definitely one of our best deck drivers. Uh, he's one of our most notable deck drivers, one of our favorite, most popular deck drivers. What do you think, Jose? I mean, when you came from singles, uh, do you miss it? I, I was just talking about that the other day. I mean, I, I miss, like I said earlier, I miss the flexibility of random popping in and out of certain places and cities that you could drive in different places. But like, I was just speaking to Michael right before we walked in here. And I like, I remember when he came up to me, they first started the thing. I was like, man, I'm not doing that, man. Cause I, for one, I, I suck at backing up trailers because uh, when I was doing singles, every once in a while you move empty trailers. But if they don't have a big space, I suck at it. So that's complicated for me. I don't like backing anything up. I still don't. But he goes, all right, would you like to make six figures? And then I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. And then, boom, I, I, I got into it. And I, try, I almost quit on my third load because when you're training, it's like five loads. But it's, it's not the decking is hard. It's just certain things are tedious. And then you just be like, well, who cares about this stupid light? back here like they don't need it they're gonna take it off anyway the truck's brand new take it out with right, it. like right. little little <laughs> little things get annoying i mean yeah it is a little extra work but you only work i mean for me the way i see it, it's mostly driving 
the longest, like if right. you see a four-way and you let's say you're leaving three trucks there, it shouldn't take you more than three hours. So for three hours of work, as opposed to, you know, just driving, then the money. I mean, I like flying. I fly first class everywhere. I'm in a hotel every night. So those are the things that lure me in. The money, hotels, first class. Granted, right, right. chilling and, and bouncing around in little spaces and fitting in everywhere, the, the freedom of that, that's cool too. So, I mean, it's 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 just weird. I mean, I trust me, I want to go back to singles. I just... I ain't ready for it to just give it all up completely because I got kind of used to certain things while I'm out here doing driving. Right, right. This is all I do, and I'm a trucker. I'm a trucker that does not go in reverse. <laughs> that is well said. Hey, I, mean, I got to write that down. Hey, Jose, you are like me. I I do not want to go in reverse. If I can pull in and back out, I will do that. I do not like to go in reverse. Yeah, yeah. I like to go forward yeah, exactly. and exactly. I mean, I don't mind going in reverse in one truck or if I got a, a little truck one truck behind me cool but 50 foot trailer nah i'm good i want to dig a little <laughs> deeper into the weeds here with you jose also you steven uh jose you're talking about i mean everybody knows on the deck side there's more physical work involved with the decking the saddles uh whether you got to get a wrecker involved or not when you're undecking and that kind of thing is it worth it oh i mean i it's worth it you just see with this and driveway for me now, looking back, it's um, it's a great opportunity to make money, but you have to have everything like written down, know know the tax right. numbers and tax codes and write offs, and because now you at you at a you know at you at the hundred thousand dollar a year bracket, so once you learn all that. You can make enough money and transition into your own type of business, whatever it is, or something like that. That would be the advice. I mean, I don't do what I do, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little nuts out there and all that. But uh, I had fun, you know. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, cool. It's, it's, it's. I'm going on year four doing the decking, and I got like seven altogether in driveway, and it's like, all right, now I, I got to focus up because I should have had a house by now, two or three. But uh, other that those, those are the only only things. The opportunities there, it is worth it. It is a little dangerous, but once you once you do it a few times, you'll know if it's it's if it's for you. Because I always say it, it's not for everybody. Granted, no amount of money in the world is gonna make me do something that I'm frustrated about. Like while I'm doing this, times I'm like laying on the ground. I got snow falling on me, rain. I got dirty fingernails, whatever. I, something fell on me. I got a bruise, a scratch. I'm like, damn, I should have stayed in school. But, you know, then there's other parts when the job's done. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I did this. When that paycheck comes in, it's, uh, you know, yeah. let me think about it again here. Yeah, so th there is the, the gratifying thing. But you, it, everything is like you do anything in life. The smartest way to do things is to plan it out, write it down, and... You know, don't 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 make it go all go to waste. All right, Stephen, I'm going to ask you this question. Then back to Jose. And then we're going to bounce it back a little bit. Stephen, how old are you? Uh forty. Okay, Jose, you look like you're about the same. Forty-four. Forty-four. Stephen, first, what are your aspirations and dreams in life? Uh, my, my aspirations is to uh, work hard for this year and then uh, buy me a two hundred or three hundred thousand dollar RV and live in it for the rest of my life. That is that is why I'm doing this.
So Stephen wants to work for about another year and get a two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar RV to re- live in for the rest of his life. Now, Jose, same question to you. You're forty four. What do you want to do? I mean, for me, I want to make as much money as possible. So, I, as in this next couple of years, and just I'm in between getting a house here or somewhere like in the Caribbean or Colombia, and figure out a way to just live on whatever I do and just chill. Now, I'm looking right here at Jose Palma, who is here in the office with us. Good-looking guy. Uh, he's wearing a New York Yankees hat there. What what year is that on the World Series? Oh, that, that's when they beat the Atlanta Braves. Oh, man. So I had to bring he's, that patch. Oh, he's sticking it right in the heart. We're here in Georgia. Our offices are, and we got a lot of Braves <laughs> fans here. So he's, he's bringing it home here. Um, how big of a Yankees fan are you? We've talked about this before. You're yeah, a pretty big Yankees yeah. fan. I mean, I am. I'm not as big as I used to be because I used to get, like, you know, Mets suck haircuts and shirts and fight with people verbally at the stadium. But these days I'm not. There's more more important things in life than, you know, arguing about sports. So, But I am a Yankee fan. These days it's a fair weather fan. You know, when they're doing good, when they're in the playoffs, I'm there. Now, Stephen, you uh, have family in North Carolina you live in Wisconsin. Do you have a team? Uh, you know, no, because I, I, I was born in North Carolina, and then I joined the military, and I went to Virginia for a while, and then I'm in Wisconsin. So now it's like I don't even care anymore because it's just it's too many teams to even worry about. I mean, I, I like the Panthers. I mean, that's one of my teams I do like, and the Charlotte Hornets, if they're still around, I don't even know. But um, I'm not really into sports because I don't have the energy to, like – think about like when you're a role you don't have time you don't it's hard for you to watch the actual when they're playing on live tv you have to watch after and then everybody already tell you what happened already so it, it kind of destroys the, the mood of it i got you it's an investment and speaking of investments you made one in our country uh you were retired from the military tell us a little bit about that what branch you served in how long and what it meant to you um well i was I joined in 1819, uh, and um, I did 13 and a half, and I got an early retirement. And then after that, I uh, I drove boats for Navy, and I did a lot of detainee movements, a lot of detainee moves over in Cuba. And then after I got out of the Navy, I uh, went to school for four years. I got a associate degree in commercial HVAC. I became a, a certified welder and electrician and a plumber. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't really don't like doing that. Gotcha. I always like, I always like um, mechanical. I like to be able to control the power of something heavy. And like driving a truck is a lot of power, and I like controlling it. And I didn't want to work on it. So I figure I'll just drive it, and it, you, you kind of work on it because you want to keep it functioning. Gotcha. So, now, why is it that you think that uh, you like controlling something heavy? Is that just a natural thing or something that you developed, or how did that come to be? Um, I don't know. I've always seen trucks going down the road, and when I did drive for two years, and when, you, when you're, when you're um, picking a load up, and that load is like – 46,000 pounds and you're driving that truck down the road and you, and you pull into a truck stop and then you get out and you look at your truck and you're like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm driving this big 
70 foot truck down the road and not everybody can do that. It's just, it's just a, it's just a good feeling. I mean, just like, it's just a good feeling. I mean, I, it's, it does put you in distinct company, and we've got Jose Palma here with us on the Six Figure Trucker, brought to you by Norton Transport. i got to ask you this, Stephen. What was your first reaction driving down the road when you saw a three-way or a four-way? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 because I – no, 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 because it puts it back in the same situation where I have to find a place to park – and I can't see nothing. I mean, it's actually it, for me. It's I, I'm, I'm afraid of it. <laughs> I'm just afraid of it. It's just it's a it's a lot. I mean, you can't you can't miss a you have to be extra safe, and you can't miss a step. Like you can't be driving and miss your turn and go down a dead end street because you got to back three or four vehicles backwards. I mean, you it's for me. It's a lot. It's just a lot of stuff going on. I just it's, it's for me. It's just like I'm just afraid of it. I don't know. You got to be on your game there, and uh, Jose, I wanted to ask you this quick question here: Do deck drivers look at singles drivers differently than they do at other deck drivers? No, you don't. You don't even think of that. I, I mean, I I don't. When I see it, I'm like, damn, I remember. I start, you know, having memories of, you know, when it was less complicated. <laughs> Everything was was simpler, you know. But again, my biggest less luggage. Like he said, anywhere to park, literally. You just, sometimes in a truck stop, you could park with cars park, and you got and you're in your load. Yep. Right? That is that that was definitely a plus. Always, 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 because you're trying to cut corners to save money. But as as far as like when when I first saw a deck load, I I said the same thing. I was like, oh hell no! <laughs> how, how the hell did they do that? Like, and then I was like, wait a minute. If I'm getting whatever, 90 cents, when I started, it was like 80, 85 cents a mile. Are they getting 80 cents per mile per each truck? And I was like, oh, I wonder. But then I'm blowing by them. I'm like, ah, but it sucks going that slow. So, you know, I, I didn't, I, I said the same thing. But it took, it took time. Now I drive a single truck. It feels like a car to me, you know, like, ah. Oh. It's, it's believing, <laughs> definitely believing. But it, it becomes real easy. It's not, it's not as complicated as you think after you do it for right. a while. I guess everybody gets relaxed. But once you tighten up them bolts, I mean, I I, I use my drill. My drill is super strong. Once they tighten that bolt, ain't going nowhere, man. You know, then you do a little safety right. check and you're good. You got confidence in it once you tighten it up. Oh hell yeah, man! My drill costs almost four hundred dollars. Strong oh, and yeah. the battery, the extra battery. So <laughs> it's like $500 drill right there. Now, I want to ask you we kind of touched on dreams and aspirations. Here's a different question for each of you. I'm gonna, Stephen, I'm going to let you go first. Um, dreams and aspirations. How about a dream vacation? You guys are close to the same age, same age 40 for Stephen, 44 for Jose. Uh, what's your dream vacation and when would you want to take it? Uh, I think my dream vacation is like in, in, in Antarctica. Like, just I, don't, I, I hate being cold, but I just want to go there. Like, like, like a, a place where where no man has been before. That's what I want to like in Antarctica or somewhere like that, North Pole, anywhere. Is that a solo trip or uh, are you going with someone? I would do a solo, but I would do it like a, a exped, expeditionary group. Is it for the the scenery or just the not the novelty but the exclusionary part of it being I mean that's something to go to Antarctica. 
for me, it's like it's clean, pure, and fresh. It's like it's just it's just clean. There's like there's no contamination. There's no dirt. There's nothing. It's just a, a, a peaceful place where everything. There's no noise. The only thing you hear is is is, is the earth. Okay, same question to you, Jose. Uh, dream vacation. I mean, definitely ain't Antarctica, man, because we're not allowed over there because the earth is flat. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. For me, I would look at it like I was thinking eventually like, somewhere like one of the mountains in like Europe and like because I've gone skydiving. So that's already knocked off my bucket list and like hang glide off some mountain and like just jump off and just go. And that you can at least do by yourself because skydiving, you got to jump like nine times before they let you jump by yourself. So I think I could get to that faster. And then, you know, if I make it to the ground in one piece, then I'm like, ha ha, I did this too. <laughs> so that would be my thing. All right, another question here now. I want you guys to pretend like you don't hear each other's answer on this particular question. I'm going to say two words, and I want to hear from both of you guys what it means to you. Open road. Free. Peaceful. Okay, now, Jose, I don't know if you heard Stephen's answer. He said free and peaceful. What does open road mean to you? I, I would throw in, I got to throw in the peaceful, but uh, I just feel connected to to everything and anything that was, was around and will be around. So that's like nature, life, spirits, like everything oh, yeah. all, in, all in one thing. When, when it's like quiet and I'm just into my own thing and... I don't have, you know, like regular life chaos going on. That that that's what I feel. Yeah. Peaceful and connected to everything. That's a very good answer. And Steven, you know, a lot of guys that we talk to and girls that we talk to here on the uh, six figure trucker brought to you by Norton Transport. Talk about that kind of um I guess Zen kind of feeling where they get on the road. And a lot of a lot of truckers bring up South Dakota, Montana. Out in that area, what's your favorite place to really get connected, get your thoughts right, and uh, you know feel like you're moving to a different zone? Uh, me, I, I like um, the, the, the hilliest, steepest grade in the mountains. Like, like the like the, the steeper it is, the better. For some reason, with a heavy load, I, I just love it. It is it, it, something about it. It it, it, make, it brings me peace. What about you, Jose? I mean, uh, is there a state that stands out or a region, an area that really connects to you as far as mentally, psychologically, emotionally, maybe even? I mean, it's weird for me because people have been asking me that since I got my CDL. But my thing is, I would always say out west more, but it's it's like a because out west is less trees depending what part of out west. Then you got the desert, dark field. So I've seen like the most shooting stars out west. So I'd, I'd say it's between like Utah, Utah, Nevada, Arizona. Because Utah's the first time oh, yeah. I ever saw a sign that said, if you don't get fuel here, you, you're shit out of luck for 150 miles. I was like, whoa, I need to go back home. <laughs> but I was in the early Still years. But uh, yeah, you, Utah, Wyoming, they're, 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 they're definitely special because you don't see that type of scenery. You know, I think about like how. how God or right. whatever is, uh, you know, above us, put this all together with the colors and then all the oh, random man. things you see Beautiful. over there. You see, I think you see more random peacefulness on, out in the West. I just came from over there. From where? Utah, Wyoming, in that area, uh, Arizona. It was. I was driving, and you see this big, these big mountains. 
and you see the the the, the red stone and the, and the snow on it, it, it drove me crazy. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, Jose talked a little bit about what's woven together. There's the tapestry by God or a higher being there. How would you put it into words yourself, Stephen, what you've seen out there on your own, by yourself? Let's say it's, I don't know if you're a night driver or a day driver. Let's say it's 2 o'clock in the morning you see something that just blows you away. How do you put that into words? Well, I don't drive at 2 o'clock in the morning, but I can tell you about it during the day. Um, like, like, like he was saying, Jose was saying, when I was in Utah going down the mountains in Wyoming, uh, you... I don't want to sound like like emotional, but you like I, I climb up this hill and you almost want to like like cry, but like not like a like a like a like emotional cry, like a a peaceful. It's it's so peaceful that that God or higher being made this earth, and you never you really never see it. It's just peaceful. I mean, it gives you, it gives you a different feeling. It's it's hard to describe. Did you ever think you would experience that feeling before you got into driving a big truck, drive away trucking? I used to drive three, four months at a time, and I it was always like early in the morning, late at night, and I I, I spent two years not seeing nothing. I, I it was just you, you got to get there because it, it's a deadline. But drive away every trip, I take an extra day, and I use the extra day either to get there early. Or do I want to do one thing that trip? I want to see one thing of, of nature that trip. I don't want to just drive and get there and not see anything because it defeats the whole point why I'm doing drive away. Jose, I had a quick question for you. Uh, you've been doing this for a long time. What's the longest period of time you've been on the road nonstop? Is that legal to say? Uh, yeah, I, I was I was just about to say that. Of, of course, following your your resets and your downtime. But I mean, as far I, as I pushed it to the max, so you know, eleven hours, eleven hours, three hours uh, 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 on duty, not driving, and thirty minute break. Now, uh, now, but uh, working it well when you're doing a deck side, it's different because when you're not driving, you you know you're working, you know, unloading and all that. So. Like I, I said earlier, the best the best times when you get the most rest. That that safety thing hits hard now, cause you know, safe to say I, I've been a wild man in the past, and uh, you know I get to a load after driving all night, and I want to unload the thing in the morning, and then I want to get on a plane and then fly. What like it 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 gets it gets crazy. I've aged a little in these past couple of years, you know, like that. So it's a lot better to take a step back. As he's saying, he he tries to take one day. Cause as I'm hearing him say that, I'm like, you know what? I I think it's time for me to like do that. Like, cause we could do that. You know, we could definitely deliver. And then instead of taking the flight the next day in the morning, that whole day, wherever city that I'm at, I could just make it that city day and then fly out the following morning. You know, but right. most of us we're always trying to get as many loads done, at least two loads a week. But, you know, if I can do one load and at least see something memorable, because in life, like my mom, she always used to say, I'm not going to take, you know, all the, I'm not going to take the diamonds and the gold and the cash with me when I'm gone. The only thing I'm going to take is my memories and the things you see and do. So that's what hit me when he was saying that, like, he takes a day. Like, I I think I'm going to take that, love. I'm going to take that, man. I need to take a day after every load and see something. 
I wanted to ask you, Jose, quick. Yeah. I mean, talking about this, kind of lay out for us what a typical week looks like for you. We're talking about two loads. Sure, we're talking about six, four trucks. I mean, uh, six or eight trucks I mean, total. There is no typical with with on decking because because when you get to a place to deliver, you don't know if. If you're gonna take long or trucks that break down, like so it's not typical. It's more like if everything runs smooth, you can do two two loads, three of you pushing hard. So that would be all right, I got a four-way, two trucks go to one place, I gotta drive a hundred miles, drop one off, and then drop the lead truck somewhere else, or all three go to one place and the lead truck goes somewhere. So it's kind of still running around. So it's Per se. Now, if there's no bad weather and you got whatever two trips that are a thousand mile each, that is ideal. Typical, that'll take you five to six days. With no hiccups, it's it's a decent week. But you know, it's it's random all the time, man. No hiccups, no breakdowns. Everything goes as planned, and you do two loads, maybe three, and that's big money. But where do you cut the line as far as this is too much weighing on me. I mean, where do you make that decision as far as the money's good, but the stress is high? Uh, or, or am I saying that wrong? I mean, no. I mean, that diff- well, all of us drivers come with different, we all have our own different baggage. So, like, my baggage is I just stay on the road and, like, I did it. When, when I have time because the load takes me there, that's how I see my family that's in Houston. You know, I have a little girl I look after. She's in New Orleans. If my load takes me through there, I go through there. If there's a weekend, oh, I couldn't get here, they're closed for the weekend, that's my time off. So, like, my time off, I let the route dedicate when I get off instead of me planning it out. Obviously, I have friends. and like, Oh, yo, we're going to do this. Then that's different. But if nothing I have planned, then... I have nothing planned. I'll let the road decide that for me. You go where the road takes you. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'll take my two days off, three days off, if it happens that way. What about you, Steven? Uh, you know, like I said, I retired from the military, and my pension's pretty good. So, yeah, I look at money. But for me, I, I look at that. Um, I kind of judge by how I'm feeling on my trip. Like, if I go out for three weeks and I'm starting to feel sick and irritated and, and whatever – that's when I, I I know I have to find me a load to go home. Like, like, like I drove from uh, California to Denton, Texas, which was uh, 1,700 miles, just to get a load to go home because I was done. I was ready to go home. I was just done. Like I, I didn't care about money. I didn't care about the two hundred dollars in rental car and the hundred fifty dollars in gas. All I care about is is me keeping what I said I was going to do: safety, quality of life. And then money, because for me, if I if I mix those up, if I if I put quality of life last and money first, then I don't make money and my quality of life sucking, and then I'm not safe. It it, it has to be in order, that order for me for me to do it. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's time to go home. But then when I get home, I get I go home for like two days. Okay, I'm ready to go back out again. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go back out. I don't need to be home for a week. I mean, it just it just depends. I mean, like this this trip is easy. My next trip is easy. I probably stay out for three weeks, even four weeks. But when you get like crappy loads, like the really bad loads, like I, I'm over it. Like when a truck breaks down, I had a truck. I was in North Dakota 
this is awful. This is the worst trip with Norton's. I'm not even going to lie. I, I picked the truck up. It was negative 22 degrees. They, they, they had a hard time getting it started. I drove down the road. I cracked the windows to get some fresh air. It, it was negative 18. The windows wouldn't go back up. I stopped at the truck stop. I tried to start the truck that morning. Guess what? The truck didn't start. That's awful. And it was negative 22. But oh, the only yeah. good thing about it was um, the truck had an APU. So I was always warm. And, you know, like I said, the dispatch, you know, Carlson, she know the right thing to say to, to, to keep me calm and, 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 and happy. Because if she would have said the wrong thing, I was already messed up. I was already tired. I was already cold. You know, but I think your dispatch can make or break you in trucking. I mean, especially in driveway. And you know, there's been a beautiful thing that's happened here. We as we've talked with Stephen Love and Jose Palma here on the Six Figure Trucker, brought to you by Norton Transport. Jose pointed out that he picked up some things listening to Stephen about that he hadn't thought about in a while, but kind of re positioned him somewhat want to kind of turn the table around to jose and maybe he can say something to steven that may be something that steven can use down the road in the future points of advice uh, some tips from a guy who's been on the road for a long time what would you say jose i mean i mean steven got his head screwed on pretty good man so that's kind of hard right there for me uh i would say I mean, only thing I hear he's he's kind of reluctant on trying out the decking. I would say, you know, you can you can give up, uh, you know, a few days and see. You might like it, man. You know, but uh, other than that, tips. Oh man, he he already got it down. He knows how to take the loads, get to go where he wants to go, see family, see a girlfriend, see whoever. And that make your make your route with your load, cause that was my favoriteest thing to do when I was doing singles. It was it was easy. So there's really no no other really tips you can get from me. I mean, other than uh, make sure you sign up for all the hotel apps, the company apps like Choice, Wyndham, Best Western. You know, all right. the rental car companies, so you could try to earn status so you get better deals later on. On you know, other than that, so you can eventually do your own bookings. It's a little rougher on the single side, but uh, you'll still earn points and status. So when you do go on vacation with whoever or by yourself, you have all those points to live on. Because I've I've taken a couple, a few free rentals and few f- free flights just because of working. Does that sound good, Stephen? Oh yeah, I appreciate that, and, and definitely, you know, I, I I think I will try. I mean, I think I will try it one time, but I don't I don't think I would. Everyone to continuously do it because I, I just I'm, I'm in my happy place, and when you find your happy place, you gotta like stay. I, I feel like I need to stay in this happy place because I just it doesn't feel like work to me. Like I, I, I like sometimes I feel guilty getting paid because I'm dry. I mean, I just I just I just love it. Hey, we're happy to pay you here, uh, Stephen Love. And Jose Palma joining us this evening on the Six Figure Trucker brought to you Norton by Norton Transport. Wanted to say, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Be safe on your travels out there. Jose, thanks for stopping by in the office. No thanks doubt. for uh, spreading the wisdom, sharing the knowledge. Anything you guys want to say to each other, I'm going to shut up and leave the mic to you. Well, Steve, whenever you're ready, 
I'll I'll give up a week. Well, they'll still be paying me, but they only pay a little bit to train. If you ever got a week, I mean, I'm based out of Texas, but I go anywhere. And you want to see what it is, I, I could tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, the not recorded uh, stuff all about undecking. Let's you get know, it. I might, you know what? You know, I think once I get my, uh, once I get my, um, my singles out of the way, my, my veteran of the United States, I might do, I might do um, decking. But right now, I like, I have to see, I've seen a lot of other countries, but I've not seen the United States. And the mm-hmm. only way I can do that is, 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 is singles. Well, Stephen, we appreciate you doing that for us, and uh, we really love you being here on the uh, Six Figure Trucker. Brought to you by Norton Transport. Be safe out there. And, Jose, thank you for joining us very much. Yes, no problem. Deck Demon out. (laughs) That's a good way to end right there. Have a good evening. All right. I appreciate it. Six Figure Trucker is brought to you by Norton Transport. Norton Transport is a drive-away trucking company that customers can rely on. It offers excellent independent contract driving opportunities to professional, courteous, and qualified drivers that can provide the kind of service we deliver. If you're interested in learning more about Norton or just want to subscribe to the show, check out 6-figuretrucker.com. That's 6-figuretrucker.com.